Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. I am Troy Shockley, and this is the Coffee Break Podcast. Thanks for joining our chat today. Coffee Break brought to you by Cochrane Insurance. Might be our last day of, uh, well, I guess it's fall, but we're looking at winter here coming up in a few hours, sounds like. Montana Attorney General Tim Fox is on the phone with us, sir. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, thank you, Troy. Good morning to you and to your listeners. It's a great day to be a Montanan. It's always a great day to be a Montanan. That, that's an easy opener, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really is. That's true. Uh, I, I want to start out asking you something. Uh, I want to ask you about the Supreme Court this morning, because, of course, something that you pay attention to more than probably a lot of us, even um, just because of the nature of it all. And I, I was curious what your thoughts on President Trump's pick are. Well, I think she's phenomenal. Uh, Amy Barrett has uh, got an incredible uh, track record. Um, so many people have chimed in, even the left leading American Bar Association has given her the highest rating uh, as a nominee for the United States Supreme Court. Um, you know, back in 2000, whatever it was, when President then-candidate Trump uh, released his list, I went and looked up all of those people. And of course, there's more on the list now. Uh, and they were all exemplary. And uh, But she, I think, comes right to the top. You know, uh, Notre Dame, she... Uh, Graduated first in her class. She clerked for Justice Antonin Scalia of the Supreme Court. Uh, she taught law at Notre Dame for years. All of her peers and colleagues at the, at the law school, regardless of their political stripes, have endorsed her. Uh, the list goes on and on. And then you just look at how you can relate to her. I mean, she's a mother, uh, a wife. Uh, she's incredibly engaged in her community. Um, I, I can't think of any better, anyone any better. And frankly, when President Trump came to Montana in 2018 in Great Falls, uh, I met with him, my wife and I met with him in backstage, and he pulled me aside. And I, I'd met him several other times. He said, General Fox, who do you think I ought to nominate to uh, the Supreme Court? And at that time, it was the opening that was filled with Justice Kavanaugh. And I said, well, Mr. President, I, I think Amy... Uh, Coney Barrett is the top candidate on your list. She's incredible. And he said, well, we'll see. I may have to wait and, and nominate her next. So here we are. It's the next. And <laughs> she's nominated. And I think she's incredible. That's a great story, Timmy. You probably had to keep a lid on that, didn't you? I did. <laughs> <clears throat> that was not for public recently. release. Mm -hmm. um, is something else just linked to the goings on in Washington? You and dozens of uh, state AGs have really been pushing Congress to adopt consumer protections for airline customers. Can you explain what's going on there? Sure. You know, earlier this year, <clears throat> excuse me, when uh, Congress passed the CARES Act, <clears throat> they gave uh, nearly $60 billion to, of federal stimulus money to the airlines to help keep them afloat. And I think that that was appropriate. That's great. Uh, but what we saw was many airlines were not refunding airline tickets for people who then couldn't travel or uh, whatever they were going to travel for had been canceled. And uh, we've been getting lots of consumer reports from Montana citizens uh, that uh, they're having difficulty getting the airline to refund their money. And even when they do, <clears throat> they'll refund the money 
and say, but you have you know so many months in which you have to use it, otherwise uh, it expires. Well, that's just not right. So I joined 39 of my attorney general colleagues from across the nation to sign a multi-state letter to leaders in Congress saying, if and when you do the next stimulus package, uh, you need to add some protections in here for our consumers. You need to require that the airlines that do receive federal relief give full refunds to their customers who voluntarily cancel their flights uh, for reasons related to COVID-19. Uh, that we need also to strengthen the existing laws requiring refunds to give enforcement uh, abilities to the state attorneys general because we can be much more responsive uh, to our constituents. So uh, hopefully uh, there will be another stimulus package. I, I see it's kind of held up right now in the House of Representatives. Uh, but if they do it, I'm hopeful that they'll put these protections in. Yeah, that if and the when, those are the two big words that uh, that you said there. I mean, if that ever gets through, uh, do you get any kind of feeling uh, that there's going to be movement on this or even any help for the industry itself because while we want to protect consumers it's probably fair to say the the industry still does need some help probably yeah that's true and uh we don't know how much longer this will go on uh myself i canceled trips uh earlier this year and and uh i'm sure that many montanans have but here's the key if if your listeners are having problems with uh an airline who refuses to refund money or wants to put some sort of an expiration date on the credit, have them call our Office of Consumer Protection. You can find the phone number at dojmt.gov forward slash consumer. That's dojmt forward slash consumer. You can also file an online complaint. And all the services at the Office of Consumer Protection are free, and there's no taxpayer money used for those services. We're chatting with Montana Attorney General Tim Fox this morning, and uh, I saw a multi-state settlement come through. Uh, you announced that a, uh, another surgical mesh manufacturer. This is not the first time that you've been involved with a uh, mesh manufacturer, actually. No, actually, last fall, um, my office and most of the nation's attorneys general uh, settled with uh, Johnson & Johnson and a company called Ethicon, Inc., for their deceptive marketing of transvaginal surgical mesh devices. Uh, and Montana received nearly $1.5 million uh, uh, in that settlement. So on uh, just last month, we settled another case uh, again with uh, deceptive marketing of these transvaginal surgical mesh devices, which had caused so much harm to women across the country. Uh, we settled with a company called CA Bard Inc and its parent company, Becton Dickinson and & Company, and the nationwide settlement was $60 million. There were 48 states involved in that settlement as well. Uh, Montana will receive uh, a little over $600,000 in that settlement. But the most important part of these consumer protection settlements is typically the, uh, the relief that we get uh, prospectively. Uh, safeguards um, and many other things that the companies have to put into place uh, to make sure that they don't do these kinds of things again. Uh, so my Office of Consumer Protection has been pretty busy the last eight years and will continue to push through the finish line as I end my uh, term as Attorney General. Yeah, there's no uh, slacking and counting the days for you. No, you know, it's... Uh, 
uh, every morning I get up and, and thank the good Lord for another opportunity to, to serve Montanans. And I don't know at this point what's up for me. Um, I'm confident that there will be some way in which I can continue to serve. And uh, I'm just grateful that Montanans have given me this opportunity over the last eight years to, to first work with so many great public services at the Department of Justice and uh, elsewhere across our state. Um, and, um, you know, it, it's been a good ride, uh, and uh, we've, we're leaving things in a better place than we found them, and we'll make sure that the next attorney general has all of the tools and information that they need uh, to uh, pick up where we left off. Well, you, you you went and started that podcast. I I feel like you might be angling for uh, to to be on the other side of this conversation. Yeah, you know, do you ever have a a, a guest host on your your show, Troy? I, it'd be fun to to. Uh, I don't know that I'd ever be as good as you, but uh, I do have a radio face. Yeah, well, that we we show up when it's dark. And go go home when everybody else is already at work. So it works out well. Um, you know, I do want to uh, ask you I mean, it, it, something a shame that we really have to worry about it, frankly. But there's an awful lot of charity fraud out there. Those folks taking advantage of any crisis. And uh, in, in this next week, Charity Fraud Awareness Week, right? Yeah, that's right. It's unfortunate that, uh, you know, we have to be aware of people who defraud uh, uh folks uh, with these fake charities. But yes, not, October 19th through the 23rd is uh, uh, Charity Fraud Awareness Week. Um, you know, just to go back during my time as Attorney General, our Office of Consumer Protection has assisted in taking down numerous national uh, fraudulent charities, people who uh, posed as caring about uh, soldiers or law enforcement officers or, uh, uh, you know, heart uh, remedies, etc. So we're asking people just to be aware, uh, to make sure you do your research, check the charity's name out, maybe Google their name with the words complaint and scam and fraud and see what comes up. You can uh, also uh, check the Better Business Bureau Wise Giving Alliance. Uh, charity Navigator is another good place to go. Uh, charity Watch and uh, GuideStar, those are all uh, websites that you can use to check out uh, charities. Uh, I think the best thing to do is give locally if you can uh, to the brick and mortar groups mm -hmm. uh, around here um, that uh, do such great work. Um, if, if that's a possibility, that's the way I would go. But ask questions. You know, what? where's the money going to? Uh, how much of that donation will actually be used for the things that uh, uh, drew you to that charity? So, and careful how you pay, too. Uh, if they are pushy and they want you to send cash or wire money or Donate, donate by a gift card or a money order, that's a flag that uh, they may not be legitimate. So uh, just make sure you're careful. If you have any questions, again, go to dojmt.gov forward slash consumer. We've got a lot of great tips on our website. Montana Attorney General Tim Fox with us this morning. We've got a couple minutes left with him, and I want to ask uh, because uh, the consumer, you know, we're talking all about the consumer this morning, really, and uh, you just talked about it again, but we have another week coming up after that there's a day and a week and a month for everything uh red ribbon week is coming up at the end of the month what's happening there sure so um, that starts the 23rd of october through the 31st i'm teaming up with montana superintendent of public construction elsie arnson to kick off uh, red ribbon week which is uh, an effort to encourage students across the state to 
demonstrate their commitment to living healthy and having a drug-free lifestyle. Uh, this year's theme is Be Happy, Be Brave, Be Drug-Free. We're having to do it all virtually this year because of the pandemic, uh, but there's some great uh, tools uh, and information on uh, the Drug Enforcement Agency or EEA website. Uh, you can go there uh, to their YouTube site, so just type in DEA, uh, virtual red ribbon rally and uh, there's some great tools there and we hope that uh, students will consider taking the red ribbon week pledge so let's stay healthy and let's live a drug fee lifestyle montana attorney general tim fox tim i know we got to let you go any uh any final thoughts for us this morning well just uh, make sure you get out there and vote um you know and and let's uh exercise the the great privilege that we have to elect our leaders. And uh, I'm hopeful that there will be a, a calm, if you will, after this election. And so let's all pray for that as well, that uh, the election will be clear and free and uh, that the outcomes will be accepted and that we'll uh, continue to be the great nation we have always been. Montana Attorney General Tim Fox, sir, thanks so much for taking time with us this morning. I appreciate it. Thank you, Troy. Uh, thanks to your listeners. Everybody have a great and safe weekend. Buckle up. Stick around. We've got more Coffee Break coming up after this. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back in. This is Coffee Break. Thanks so much for sticking around this morning. I do appreciate that. And we're finishing off the week strong. We kicked off the show with Montana Attorney General Tim Fox. Uh, once again, thanks to him for uh, taking time to chat with us. And uh, we're finishing it up talking a little bit more local. We're talking downtown Helena. So uh, do you want to, I, I guess, kind of introduce yourself before we dive into our topic? Let everybody know who you are and just, uh, I guess, what it is you do every day. Yeah, sounds good. My name is Mike Rooney. I am the operations director for Downtown Helena. Um, I really reach out to our businesses. I'm on the ground uh, making sure that their voices are heard and they feel represented. Um, I think the best way to put it is I feel like Leslie Nope every day from Parks and Recreation. There you go. Yeah. It, but it's not that dysfunctional no, here, No, not right? that dysfunctional, no. You just have to have thick skin <laughs> for the don't show. Don't put that into everybody's <laughs> mind. <laughs> Um, you know, that show, it, it started off rough, but, uh, you know, it picked up. Oh, the final seasons were amazing. Yeah. yeah. That season one, my wife says, no, I promise it's good. <laughs> what are we watching? <laughs> no, it picks up. Um, so Mike, you, we were chatting during the, the break a little yep. bit. Um, and, and we talked with, uh, Kathy Burwell yesterday and, and sort of touched on the idea that, uh, you know, obviously businesses are struggling right now. Yeah. Uh, and we're coming into the holiday season. This is when a lot of businesses, th this is when they pay the bills is these three months, mm -hmm. you know, uh, 
we don't know what that's going to look like this year. No, we won't because, I mean, we got lucky in the summer. Think about it. Montana, tourists coming through. Um, we were able to do well enough to a lot of businesses keep their head above water right now. But we are entering uncertain times. We're going into – geez, we're already halfway through October at yeah. this point. Going into November um, with Black Friday, the Friday after – Thanksgiving, and I've talked with a bunch of businesses, uh, retail, um, everything from retail to other other types like that. They're uncertain. They don't know. They don't know where we're, what it's going to look like. They don't know if people are going to shop online, shop in their stores. I will say there is a glimmer of hope, though. I think there's been such a backlash to online shopping recently that a lot more people are trying to shop downtown. Mm-hmm. Now it's just a matter of how do we get those people into the stores earlier so that these businesses can feel comfortable, not in mid-December when, you know, like you said, they're trying to figure out their books, but they can feel comfortable mid-November before Black Friday where a lot of that, a lot of those sales happen. Right. When we're talking, I mean, I think everybody has a an idea of, okay, well, we know what downtown Helena is, mm-hmm. what it looks like. Um, putting you on the spot a little bit, I yeah. know, but asking, you know, if for a number. When we say downtown Helena, that's sort of abstract, right? I mean, how many businesses are we talking about? Gosh, yeah. So uh, right now, our membership is at a little bit over 100. But overall, uh, overall businesses, it could be anywhere. We kind of count downtown Helena as um, last chance Gulch. Mm -hmm. So starting at the highway, working all those way to Reader's Alley. So that's what we kind of consider downtown Helena. Right. Um, And again, a city's heart is it's downtown you know and i'm not trying to say that you know we need to prioritize that at all um but it is like it is kind of the beating heart of it um in any city so yeah and and when we're talking uh you know all of those businesses all those businesses have employees yep, all those employees exactly. have families all the, i mean so this dominoes we're not just talking about you know again it's sort of that abstract of support that business well yep. yeah you are but you're supporting your that owner you know you're supporting that, your neighbor you're supporting yeah. you know your family member who may work at the local bookstore or you know the brewery or anything like that you know yeah we're talking with mike rooney this morning he's with downtown helena the operations director down there and uh, you know you obviously talk with a lot of businesses i mean do they have any idea what the season's going to look like just for them i mean because this has been difficult for the businesses just operationally yeah um, I mean, they've seen a lot of turnover because, you know, if someone gets sick, they're not going to show up. Um, I have heard that a lot of businesses are very supportive of their, well, of course, you know, a lot of businesses are supportive of their employees too. Mm-hmm. If they do get sick, that opportunity to go home and, you know, take those two weeks off if they need it. Um, but overall, um, again, it's kind of getting ahead of that. Um, we are going to work on a campaign called Shop Local Shop Now to really convince people to better support these businesses um, before Black Friday. But I don't know if I fully answered that question if you don't kind of. Well, I mean, yeah. you, you answer it however you yeah. want, Leslie. Yeah. I mean, you can you can do. <laughs> um, I mean, ha- have you talked with with folks? I, I know a big problem when when we talk with even you know the big box stores are saying yep. there's going to be a supply chain problem. That's why there was shortages of toilet paper back in March and April because right. of packaging and supply chains. Yeah, and a lot of people right now are trying to figure out. Um, not even the, not even the small business, but you're right, big box stores on what inventory looks like. Do they buy their inventory like they usually do every year or are they going to have to scale it back a little bit? And I think those are decisions they're making right now. Yeah. So that's one of those things too, where we, we want to support the business early, like you said, but, um, if you wait, you might miss out. Exactly. I mean, when it, when yeah. it gets right down to it, yeah. if you're going to support that business, and then you think, you know what, I'm going to go down there that first week of November or that, fir- or that first week of December, maybe even when I'm I'm feeling Christmassy, they might be out of whatever you were going to pick up. So yep. just selfishly, 
get yeah. down there early. Uh, I, mean, I was talking with someone who did their shopping in March already, you know, just got it yeah. out of the way. Um, I'm not saying we start that early, right. but uh, you're right. I mean, there's it's a two kind of two prong approaches. One, you're not only going to support that local business, but you're also going to, you know, in a selfish way, get that gift that you can give to your family member or friend for this holiday season. Yeah. You know, anybody that's uh, buying gift for family and friends, you, you got to buy the Huckleberry gifts. It's expected. <laughs> so you got to go down there. You got to get that stuff. You yep. can get fantastic stuff uh, at, at these businesses when yep. we're talking downtown. Um, so you are starting that campaign, shop local, shop now. What it, what does that look like? We say campaign. Yeah. Uh, everybody everybody hears that word and they tune out, right? Yeah. Because they're tired of the ads. Yeah. That's uh, we're gonna work with. Um, I'm working with a designer now, and really, it's just a way for us to create these logos that we can share through and create these logos and assets that we can share with all the businesses. So really for us, it's just like, here's this way for you to kind of advertise your own business, go, like take it and go with it. Cause we don't want to be in the forefront. We're supposed mm-hmm. to be in the back helping these businesses. Really. It's not about us. It's about the businesses downtown. So really it's just kind of yeah, creating this campaign to share with the businesses and they can do whatever they want with it to get more people into their stores. So what have you heard from those businesses? I mean, is there, is there some excitement about this of, Hey, we have some ideas. Yeah. I was actually inspired by one of the businesses to start this campaign. Um, they, uh, it was Montana book company and they subscribe to a weekly, uh, book distribution newsletter and they're kind of doing almost a very similar campaign. I was able to kind of take that, tweak it, make it very more Helena centric and share that. So, um, there's been a lot of support from businesses that we want to get out there, get out there early, especially from like general mercantile from Montana book company, a few other businesses that are very excited for a campaign like this, where they can get people in their door sooner and quicker. Yeah. Mike Rooney is with us this morning. He's the operations director for downtown Hanna. We got him here for a little bit longer. And I, I think that's a neat thing that you've got all these businesses working together. I yep. mean, in, in the grand scheme, they're competing against each other, right? Like we, we want you to come in here and buy our stuff, yep. but they're going to help their neighbor and, and the guy down the street. Everybody's working together on this thing. That's what's amazing. Um, I will say that that's very different from what I've seen in the cities that I've lived in so far is how the camaraderie, how tight the camaraderie is amongst these businesses, um, especially block by block and just the downtown as whole. Um, yeah, you're right. Each person sells a different thing. You know, Each person is dedicated to a different even realm of sales. But in the end... Um, one you know one business lifts them all at the same time yeah uh, so you mentioned uh during the during the break before we started uh, the idea of uh and, and i guess we've touched on it here but don't wait until black friday yeah is there going to be a black friday this year no idea that's the thing i, I mean looking at like big box stores aren't going to be pushing black friday as well um so who knows what it could look like at this point yeah i yeah. I, I saw actually we got a uh um an interview request from a like one of those PR companies that's yep. I, I'm on their list all the time. And I don't know why they send it to me uh, because they want me to do stories about Amazon. Actually, they're always sending me stuff, but it's interesting because they sent me something uh, just earlier this week saying, um, Hey, here at Amazon, we're not really doing black Friday this year. We're spreading it out over the next several weeks and yeah. months. And so even Amazon is knowing that people, the black Friday is not going to be traditional this year. Yeah, and that's tough. Listen, I'll be honest. I use Amazon, you know, occasionally, but Amazon does hurt local businesses mm-hmm. in the end. You know, it's uh, it's just easier. You know, it's so much easier. Go on your computer, click it, and you're good to go. Right. As opposed to driving or walking downtown and supporting that business. But yeah. in the end, you supporting a local downtown business instead of a larger corporation like that puts money back into your community and, in fact, you know, increases, like, to be selfish again, like, increases your the value of where you live. In yeah. The end. Well, and it, it, it it's not – 
you know, it's worth noting that a lot of these local businesses, you can still do that. Yep. You know, I mean, uh, we've had it, in the past, we had, uh, um, we were talking birds and Beasleys. They're yep. like, well, yeah, we have a website. You can yep. get on, Four, you can order the stuff. Six has an online website now. Yeah. A lot of people are transitioning to online sales at this point. Yeah. So yep. you can still shop local and shop in your pajamas. Yep. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yep. That, maybe that's the next campaign. <laughs> shop, local, shop local and then in parentheses pajamas. in your pajamas. <laughs> I mean, everybody's doing the Zoom call in their pajamas now, so you, you can go shopping. Yeah. You, you don't even have to put on pants. Nope, don't have to talk to anyone or put a mask on. You yeah. can stay in your house. Yeah. We're talking with Mike Rooney. He's the operations director for downtown Helena, and uh, they're getting ready to uh, launch campaign. It's Shop Local Shop Now. I know it's something that we talk about uh, here on the station. We talk about it on, on, on all the stations, about the importance of shopping local, and we don't want you to hear it and tune it out going oh this again because this is important and businesses are just they're not sure what what the season is going to look like so we need to get out there we need to support them now for christmas start your christmas shopping it's gonna it's gonna relieve stress down the road anyway yeah i mean who wants to get to uh you know december 15th and look at your list and go well i've crossed three names off <laughs> right like it, it's tough so and we don't know if there's going to be a black friday are, are there deals going on downtown i mean are, are yeah, these businesses i would yeah businesses are already kind of getting ahead of that already so i would definitely again um i can't tell you off the top of my head but it's always great to just walk downtown take mm-hmm. that opportunity to walk store to store go into a store that you've never been into before see what they have see what they're offering um again it's just right now it's more important than ever to yeah kind of support and we've got some businesses. newer businesses down there too that we even if you've do. been down there and if you haven't been down there lately you, you might not realize there's a couple businesses you've never been into no you're right it's crazy how we've had not even a handful, more than, you know, uh, a crazy amount of business open during COVID-19, which you would not have thought of. There's salons opening up. There's new restaurants. There's new retail. Um, Kelna, Helen, I think, is really on the verge of some really cool, interesting changes. Yeah. We've got uh, about a 90 seconds left. Mike, uh, you mentioned Fall Festival. What's yes. going on with that? We don't want to forget yeah, that. No worries. So that's next week. Um, it's just an opportunity. We want to move away from Fall Art Walk just because of COVID-19 and safety regulations. So next week from Tuesday through Friday, various businesses will be open later to allow you to get into their doors and get some shopping done from 5 to 8 p.m. Okay. Yep. So we're sort of – everybody else is having to shift everything to online. We're yep. not putting this all online. We're, yep. we're just changing hours, exactly. which is a good thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so uh, Fall Festival, uh, I my guess is there's probably going to be deals going on at these places as well. Yep. Yeah, I would definitely keep an eye out for that. So what, what are the hours, or is it is it varied it's by, gonna vary by, uh, business. by business? So, again, like just kind of take the opportunity to walk downtown um, and kind of see who is, uh, who's open. Again, we couldn't get a full commitment from every business just because of safety regulations and COVID-19 right now. So really just kind of go downtown and explore, see what see what you can find. Yeah. Mike Rooney is the operations director for Downtown Helena. He's been our guest here on Coffee Break this morning. And I uh, sure appreciate you uh, giving up some of your morning Thanks to come in and it. chat with us. And, and you beat the weather. You know, know, you didn't have to come in in the snow. No, this weekend, get ready. It sounds like it's coming. <laughs> so, um, and, and that adds another you know, issue for businesses. They got to start shoveling and dealing with snow removal and and all sorts of stuff. So you've got, uh, you got 15 seconds. What's your message for, uh, for Helena? Again, uh, shop local shop now, support local businesses. And by supporting local businesses, you just have the opportunity to make Helena an even better place. And Helena's already a pretty good place. Mike Rooney with downtown Helena. Thanks for coming by, man. I sure appreciate it. We are all out of time for this week on Coffee Break, so we're going to call it. But we'll be back here on Monday. Another great show lined up. It's one you won't want to miss. We'll see you then. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. 
Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.